0: Excited time of the year, right? Yes. I thought it was exciting time of the year, but yeah. Well actually, you know what? This message is definitely right on time. And I know at some time in my life, this was something that I was working on through a devotion this week, and I said, man, that just really resonates with what the Lord's been showing me. But when we go through this time of year, what do you think? A lot of times I think when you talk about holidays, people say, Man, I'm gonna spend some time with my family. How many people say, Amen to that? Amen. How many people say, Oh man, I can't wait to do this. I'm gonna get that whatever it is, fill in the blank that I've been waiting all year to get. Wow. Somebody's going to be surprised when they get something, ain't they? Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what I wanted. I didn't know I had a three arm sweater. Beautiful, yeah. You know, and stuff like that. <laughs> How many's got those? How many people got a fruitcake that you never open? Come on, be honest. Oh, y'all, boy, y'all got to talk to me today. I need a little help up in here. But I, I just, I was thinking about this as I was putting this together. And I think a lot of times we think about time that we share in fellowship and all those are great things. But I pray right now that we take time to rest and really understand about God's love and the ultimate gift of Christ. And you know, I got it up here on the screen. And if you guys got your Bibles, you can follow along. Luke two, eleven. It says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Now I'm gonna tell you what, I bet you in churches all over the world they are reading this passage. And many like it, talking about the birth of Christ. I want to tell you about today that this is the ultimate gift. The ultimate gift. I think a lot of times we see folks, this is honest, what I've seen over the years. You'll see folks that maybe duck into a church on Christmas or Easter. And then you have people that come every week and maybe they get numb to this. I never get tired of this story because this is the story. This is where it comes on the scene for us. This is where it starts for us. This is where God is unveiling his his, his son to us, the savior of the world. And that's huge. Somebody say, it's big. It's big. Man, I tell you, so when I look at that, I go, wow. Lord, I never want to become numb to your word. I never want to become numb to your message I don't want to be like the Angela, of met a guy, I think about this a long time ago, he had a, uh, a Bible for sale, and she said, why would you sell your Bible? so i well, already read it. I don't know about you, but I love being in my Bible. I've got a couple of them. I've got some study Bibles and this and that. I tell you what, when I turn one and put it over to the side, and I don't, I don't get rid of them, I put them to the side and move over here, them things have got some, some hours on them. Got some tears in there. Got some notes in there. Man, because I have poured out my heart, and God has used his word to grow me. How about you guys? To show me and grow me. But, you know, I, I often ask about Christmas, you know, at work and different things, and you watch stuff on TV, and, and I, you know, people say, Oh, no, I wouldn't be numb to that. That's my favorite time of the year. Really? Why is that? And they start naming off the eggnog, and they're going to get an extra day off at work. And they start naming off all these things, and then, then, you know, down on the list, it's a couple other things, and yeah, I guess I better do this, and how they got the deals on Amazon this year and didn't even have to, to go to the store. Let me ask you, if you did most of your shopping online this year, raise your hand. I'm really surprised. I thought it would be more. If you got in the lines throwing elbows with everybody and praying for them afterwards, raise your hand. I saw you. Raise your hand. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy, right? But I ask folks a lot of times, and I, I say, so, so why is this your favorite time of year? And I hit a few, but I wrote some other ones down here. I'm going to be off work a little extra. Can't wait to get to Mama's house to get some more great food. Somebody say amen to that. Can't wait to open my presents. And then they want to know this. Anybody, well, who all's coming? Who's all coming over? See, if we had that same idea about who all's going to heaven, I bet you'd change your walk in the week. Who all is coming to heaven? He's like, hey, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Yeah. Man, that's the whole deal. That's the thing, the ultimate gift. We give a lot of things, but do we give the ultimate gift sharing the gospel? There's a couple of things I see here. When, when you look at things on TV and it starts getting, this, this to be honest about it, you start looking at it, what do you see on TV? Sale. Act now. Got to do it now. And they have the little counter going over here, you know what I mean? Time going down. Boy, you better buy it now. Oh, you gotta get that sham wow to Shawala or whatever it is, something to wash your car with. It's just a sponge spelled different. You know? It's a sponge with a pole on it. And if you order now, you get two sponges. It's crazy. You'll be on the edge of your seat. You'll be on the edge of your seat there, checking it out. And all, as you go through that, you go, man, what in the world is going on? But but this is the thing. Yet we we forget about the very unmatchable gift that's given to us in Christ. And today, I pray that we we take a little bit to ponder the greatness and rest in that. Because I'm going to tell you, things can get busy, baby. Somebody say amen. Amen. Anybody had a busy week over here? Over here. Anybody had a busy life? We can have a busy life sometimes. Man, pump the brakes, baby. Pump the brakes. It can get busy. And and, then you start missing out on things. But as we look at this again, let me read this to you again. For until you t- is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is the Christ the Lord. Think about that. Just his birth is amazing. It's a, it's a whole difference maker. See, this is the thing. Do you ever think, I know we hear this, but I want to pull it down today. I, I want to start really laying the foundation. The creator of the universe created everything comes in, and comes down from heaven where everything's lovey-dovey. How about that? And is born of a virgin in a manger. Now, we've talked about this several times. This manger that you see on the side of the road and even some of these, this is beautiful and I appreciate it, but think about this. When you really dig in, it wasn't all that pretty, was it? animals. Everything else in there. Couldn't find any room. See, this is the thing I see sometimes even now. We still don't have room for the gift. We still don't have room for the gift because we're too busy shoving all our stuff in there, right? Man, I got to get that new car, baby. I got to get it. Oh, my goodness, we got to add a room on that house. What's going on? We got to take that other job to go pay us 50 cent more an hour. You ever seen that? We get so caught up in that. I'm not preaching against stuff. But I'm gonna tell you what, if you wanna stuff something, stuff yourself with the Word of God. Stuff yourself with the promises of God. And so I look at that, I pray that today we think about when you, when you talk about Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Many of y'all know I've been walking through some crazy stuff in my life, everybody does. I'm gonna tell you what, God with us is what I need today. God with us is what I need every day, every single day. And I'm going to tell you what, I pray that that never changes because if it is, it ain't because of he left or he changed. It's because something got warped in my thinking. But my knowing is this. He's the ultimate gift. He's amazing. You know, people say, man, you got a lot going, man, but you seem like everything's okay. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot going. There's a lot going in their life. There's a lot going in their life. But there's never too much that God won't reach down and calm the storm. And today, that's why I want to start it off like this. Because we're going to talk about rest. I thought this was for y'all, but I got a funny feeling it's for me. I know it's always for me, because I'm preaching to me first. But let's take a look at this, the ultimate thing here. So, if you got your, if you got your handouts, we're going to take the word rest. You know how I like doing that and breaking out different words and stuff like this. This is part of my devotion this week. And so for our R, it's going to be Remember. Man, isn't it amazing the things that you can remember and the things that you want to forget? Now, I'll tell you what'll happen. I'll tell you this real fast. The things that you want to forget, all your friends and your family will remember. Somebody say amen. Hey, if you think I'm kidding, wait till you get around the table tonight. You'll say, you remember when you He's like, uh, pass the potatoes. Yeah. And you think, I know I shouldn't have got him that sweater. I should have got him that three-arm sweater. right? <laughs> you know, it's true. But do we remember that? And I was really blessed with that devotion. I want, to, I want to break a few things out here. Do we remember his goodness? Look at this in Psalm forty five nine. It says, the Lord is good to all, and his tender mercy are over all his works, man. When you think about this, what, what, do, you remember this, what do you remember about this Christmas as you take in the time? Will you think about the family and the food and all that, that's cool, that's great. Who can remember one of their best gifts? Just think about it. Think about it. I remember, man, when I got a bike with the, with the spider bike. You remember those one you used to call them a spider bike? And I had a sissy ball on that thing. Woo! That thing was awesome, baby. Had that little thing like that. I was riding like that. I was riding. Because my dad had the seat up so high. But I wouldn't wait for him to take the seat back down. I was like this. Riding. Please watch the rest of the video. Just don't stop right there. Well, oh, yeah, I had to have it, man. Had that sissy bar on the back, you know. My buddy had one, and I got one with the peace sign. He got in the wreck, tore one of the fingers off, had half the peace sign. Number one, ride that bike. Every time I follow him around, I say, oh, boy, it's starting now. But you know what? Do you remember God's goodness? I remember the sacrifice that my parents would, would, would give for things that me and my sister could get. You know? And I'm so grateful for that. I wonder if our children realize that. I wonder if our loved ones realize the sacrifice. It's not just in giving gifts and the tangible thing. How about of your time? I've seen so many people give of their time for me and my family here lately. It is amazing. I am so grateful. Because I'm going to tell you what, that is something that they can't get back. So when they share their time with me and they share and invest in my family, I thank them so much because that's a priceless gift. They're not getting it back. But what that tells me is like, You know what? We thought enough of you to invest in you. That's priceless. I want you to hear this. God thought enough of us to invest all in. Not 50% all the way. He didn't go halfway to the cross. He did the whole thing. Do you remember his goodness? I'm going to keep on rolling through. We've got a lot of notes for you all today. How about do you remember his greatness? Psalm 145.3 Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. Man, you ever think about that? Unsearchable. When I start reading the word of God, it starts to culti- cultivate in my heart the wows and the what ifs, and man, I, can't, I just can't hardly get that in my little pea brain. I think Michael said it one time, we were talking. Didn't ask you to use this, but you just had to love me through it because I do call him my third son. he said one day he was going he said am I right Mike he said you were talking to the Lord one day You was telling me about it he said Lord why would you why would you choose me he said something like that we were talking one day and I've often had that did you ever ask Lord why would you why would you pick me man why would God choose us because he sees your value a lot of times we don't see our value Maybe we don't even see our value this side of heaven, but I'm going to tell you what, God has placed something in you that is amazing that he's not placed in anybody else. Don't get wrapped around a wheel what somebody else can do and you can't do or whatever because I'm going to tell you what, the people who have blessed my life the most have sometimes just been listeners. Maybe just say, hey, can I lend a hand? They didn't come out and and, and jump, "Let, let me show you what I can do. It's just like, hey, man, is this something I can help you with? Hey, I'm just let you know I'm praying for you. Hey, you know what? I appreciate what you do. Whatever it may be, how often do we give that gift back? But look at this unsearchable greatness. In other words, I don't even know the words I could use to explain God correctly. We could try. He's amazing, he's awesome, he's holy, he's, he's rich in blessing, we could just go and go and go. But I'm telling you, every, every word that would ever come out of my mouth would fall short when we come before the Lord. His majesty. Rest in that and remember those things. As we go through the holiday, when things happen, and and, there's, and, and let me tell you what, we just heard on the news, I'm, I'm assuming that just coming, there was a terrible wreck on, on I-64, is that what we're hearing? Yeah, like 45 cars piled up. Lord, be with those folks in Jesus' name. I'll tell you what, in an instant. Things can change in an instant. But remember his greatness. Let's look at this. Remember his faithfulness. 2 Timothy 2.13, he says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Now, I'm going to tell you what, I love that verse, because every now and then, I've been known to blow it. How about y'all? Just a little bit, right? Well, I'll tell you what. Even when I miss the mark, God is faithful. Even when you miss the mark, God is faithful. He remains faithful for he cannot deny himself. God's word's going to stand. The question is are you going to stand for it or are you going to stand against it? With what's going on in the world today, you see a lot of people stand against it, don't you? Look how it's creeped in, inched in over and over and over to get to this point here. Now, I don't know, there's some people been around longer than I have, and some people been around less than I have, but I'm gonna tell you right now for me, I have never seen things as crazy in this world as this is right now. I know in history there's been some crazy times, but I'm gonna tell you what, I think we're right on the, on the, on the front line right now. And I'm gonna tell you what makes the difference is remembering whose we are. I probably say it every week, and who we are in Christ. Remember his goodness. When the overwhelming wave keeps coming in, everybody ever had a bad day? And you thought your day was bad until the next thing happened, and then it's like, man, this is not good. And then you turn around, and then it really got bad. I think I signed up for somebody out here lately, didn't even know it. But it's always somebody else. Somebody else got it, you know, you just keep on rolling. My sister was going home, I'm going to tell on you. She called me yesterday. She said, hey, what's up? How's it going? I said, you just left. She said, yeah. I was at a stoplight. Like my foot slipped off the brake. I just ran in the back of somebody. <laughs> I said, that ain't good. She said, you know what's cool, though? She said, when the police officer got there, the guy said, I've been doing this on the police force for a long time. I've never seen two people get along better for getting in a wreck. <laughs> Testimony. She said, hey, we're talking about the Lord and there's an accident and everything. Everybody was all right. They make cars every day. Praise God. Merry Christmas! Wow. See, as believers, I pray that even when we do have bump, bruises, and setbacks, and you know we will, that we still come out the other side. And somebody goes, "Yeah, but you, you, you're not having a good day." They're almost mad if you're having a bad day and you don't act like you're having a bad day. Am I telling the truth? Because they wonder, "Well, who do you think you are? (laughs) Child of God." I've read that Bible pretty close. I've never seen where a child of God doesn't have any problems, y'all. But we can take them to the problem solver. That's the big amen right there. Remember that you're not in it alone. Everybody doing good so far? Anybody ready to come in here and celebrate Jesus today? Come on. Man, well, we're going to express it. We're going to the E, express. I said nowadays everybody feels like they got to express themselves, don't they? Oh, my goodness, man. What makes you think everybody wants to hear what you got to say? I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. I know a lot of people don't want to hear what I got to say. <coughs> there was times in my life I didn't want to hear what I had to say. But I was too dumb to shut up. But I got the message now. It's Jesus. I'm just being honest with you. I don't know how you're going to write that down in your notes, but you know it's true. You know, you just say some stupid stuff later on. And you go, did I do that? Wow. And then, like I said, the people that you hope forget stuff, they go, yeah, you did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then they start adding stuff. Hey, and have noticed this too. When we start expressing stuff on our own stuff, it's, it's how good we used to be. That's a sign that you're getting old. When you start talking about how good you used to be and what you used to do, and then, you know what? Woo, man. i tell you what. I remember when. Anybody got a story that starts like that? <laughs> I see a lot of elbows going on out there, fellas. Be, be good. I'm guilty, too. I'm guilty, too. Let's keep on going. But look at this. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I got a little something right here. Thank you, Michael. But let's go ahead and look at this. Express your need for him. How often do we do that? Philippians 419. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We often look to others to supply our needs, don't we? You think about it. We look to others for happiness. I understand a little bit of that. I understand a little bit of that. I mean, I'd I, I like my kids to tell me they love me and my wife and all that. And, and I, it's nice that the church ain't running off. Okay, I, I got you. But ultimately, do we really rely on the Lord to supply all our needs? Did you thank him for waking you up today? Did you thank him for that pretty girl on your arm? Mike, I know you did. Because you prayed for her. I know. I got to tell a story. I had the privilege of marrying them. And he'll remember this other part too. And we were standing there and we had this little table. Why would you put a table there? You put a little table there with the rings and stuff. And Bonnie comes in, and she goes, Mike says, she's beautiful. She's just beautiful. And I went up and turned like this kicked the table over. Boom, everything went down on the floor. Kind of like dropping wedding rings in the woods when y'all get married, right? I told you you I'm 50-50 on this, man. But the reason I say that, he could not not express himself for the love he has for her, his bride. We're the bride of Christ. God expresses his love for us. God expresses his love for us through coming and dying. Coming and being born and living a life just to die. His mission was to live a life that was worthy to pay the sacrifice, which he did, so that you and I could come boldly to the throne of grace. Now that's something to celebrate this year, amen? Celebrate it every day. Hey, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to rely on the Lord. If, when everything's stripped away, you know it's true. But are you grateful? Do you express your, express your gratefulness? 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks to all in all circumstances. Y'all going to make me preach here in a minute. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Notice it said in all. That's where the faith comes in. Because when you don't feel good, do you still have faith? When the things don't turn out just like you want, do you still have faith? Or do you say, well, I don't want to play no more. That's when when the rubber meets the road. That's when we start really getting into it, and we find out, man, do I really believe what I believe? Has anybody ever had that time in their life? Because if you haven't, you probably will. You have to come to a point. Do I really believe what the Word of God says or not? Once you make that decision by faith, you will see things change in your life. I didn't say you won't no longer have problems, but I tell you what, you will find. You'll find a peace and a confidence that you never had before. And it's not in you. It's in him. Because you know what? He expressed his love for us. Why would we not express our love for him? Let's bring it on like this. How do we express our love? Hey, we can praise him. We can do it in prayer, in worship. Any did they still have a mall somewhat, I guess, Patrick Henry? Anybody go by the food court or anything? When's the last time I've been out to eat, saw a family pray over their food? Kind of far and few in between, isn't it? I got to tell you, I know I tell you this most every time, but I love going out to eat with the guys at work. Especially if we got a new guy. If we got a new guy, we get all the burgers out there and everything else, and the guys that eat with me know I'm going to pray. And I'm going to pray loud. Not because I'm trying to be anybody, because I just don't know where the hand's been. Okay, so I'm praying. You're supposed to laugh there. <laughs> you ought to see some place we eat at. But that's good food. So I get in there and they get the new guy, and he's over there and he's got to fry up here and everything. My guys be over there shaking the ketchup, asking for the salt and pepper because you know he's gonna pray. And sometimes I just mess around. I go, Can I get that ketchup? And they like, come on man, the burger's getting cold. And I, and I pray for our food, but I want them to know, know this. I, I don't do that for them. I do that because it's about what, what we do. But you know what? I want them to know this is important. Now, you don't have to listen. You could chomp right on through your burger if you want to. But for me, that's what I believe. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not forcing it on you or anything else. But what's kind of cool is, as time goes by, they expect that because they've seen that. And they go, well, that's that's what's going on there. I went out to eat with my buddy, Chris, and we got to talk about income tax last year. I got all geared up, and it took a mouthful of food. He said, what are you doing? I said, I don't know what. He said, you ain't (laughs) praying. I said, don't get me geared up on the taxes. I need to be praying. Hey, I'm just having a little fun with this here. But the truth is, I want to express my love for Christ in every way I can. I want to thank the Lord that he's given me a meal. I want to thank the Lord that he's given me amazing church family. I want to thank the Lord that you know what he woke me up today. I want to thank the Lord that he gave me amazing parents, amazing church family, amazing friends. I've got some of the most amazing friends. that ah oh, Can't find the words. Amazing. Think about Mr. Charlie. He says, how you doing? Better than I deserve. I took that from his book. I feel like that guy better than I deserve. That's called grace. That's called mercy. And he knew all about that. And I tell you what, I appreciate the time we got to spend together. He would express that to me often. Let's keep on going with the rest. Everybody doing good? How about we get to the S? Everybody ready for the S? Say S, come on. I'm ready. S, seek. Woo, look at this here. Matthew 6. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. If you look at this real close, if you go back in chapter 6, it's really talking about worry. I encourage you to read that chapter this week uh, in Matthew 6. But he's really talking about don't don't be worrying. Seek the Lord. Put the Lord first. He's going to take care of everything else. I can tell you, I can tell you over and over and over, he will take care of everything else. It might not come in the time you want, the size you want, the way you want. But God will work things out. He always does. Sometimes we don't understand this side of heaven what's going on. But I'm gonna tell you what, when we get there, I guarantee you, we will not be disappointed. Amen. Amen. We will not be disappointed. Amen. The only disappointment we're gonna have, I believe, prior to that is not for somebody not to know. I want everybody to know Jesus. How about y'all? Whew, let's keep on going. Y'all got me all geared up here. How about his stillness? I gotta work on this one. The stillness. I bet you I'll just move around in my sleep. I don't even know. I've never talked. James used to tell me all the time. He said, "You don't want him to talk. Hold his hands."
1: But he say that? Remember
0: you say? We'd be out on the playground. Hey, we gotta go over here. We're gonna run over here and we're gonna do this and we're gonna. Do this. He said, "Just grab his hands." I'm tired of hearing him talk. <laughs> Get a little animated. Get a little animated. But you know, sometimes things will happen in your life that will steal you. Sometimes there's things in in, in your life that everything is stripped away and you just go, Lord, I don't understand. And as my partner tells me many times, my ministry partner, Miss Towns says, you don't have to understand everything now, just trust the Lord. But we like to know, don't we? We like to know. But what I found out is if I know the one that does know, it's okay. How about this? Do we seek his will? How often do we really seek his will? How many people right here really want God's will for their life? I believe we do. And, you know, and, and we think about this. And and it's, it's kind of crazy because, you know, we have this grand plan and this grand imagery of what we want to be and what we want to do and everything else. And I can tell you what, doing this, is, is, is a, such a privilege. I would never have thought that God would allow me this privilege. I would have never thought this would be something I was doing. How many people know what I wanted to do? Hot dog cart, baby. That's all I wanted was a hot dog cart, play a little guitar. Didn't shoot too high. Didn't shoot too high. But I tell you what, God had something a little bit bigger than me. The opportunity and the privilege to tell people about the saving grace of God. Saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Last night, had to make a phone call because we've been going through a lot of different things. And had to do, get an evaluation on my mother for the, from the hospice nurse. And she came out and she talked to us a little bit and talked about a couple of different things. And uh, I asked her about, how would you get into this? And she says, you know, a lot of people, this is not something that, you know, it's not a job to me. I said, so I know that. This particular lady had come out to our house. Is the only lady that works night shift, one lady, from like Williamsburg to like Buckrow around the clock. And they give her some help a little bit during the day. She said, but everything happens at night. <laughs> but she began to tell me about her journey and about what God had let her do and how God had used her in so many things and, 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 and allowing to love on people and, and, and just share the goodness of God and, and the love of God. See, a lot of times it's, it's not the, the job that you think that you got all the, the glitter and the things and all this that make the difference. It's the one where you're touching lives that make the difference. I'm going to tell you what. Touching people's lives is, is, is what makes the difference. I don't care what you make. You see all the Hallmark movies, right? The guy's got all the money and got no friends. Right? See, the guy got all the money, think he's got all the friends, and he ain't got all the money. I don't know. I've got friends. So I'm going to say it's all good. But I'm going to tell you what. You look at these things. God's will for your life is much grander than anything that we could ever think of, desire, or anything else. Because God has wired us for such a time as this, for that stuff. Look at this. How about his peace? Now, I'm going to tell you what. I believe when we go through that list and we put ourselves in that position, then we will have his peace. Peace is priceless. If you don't think so, go without it and see how much you'll pay to get it back. Right? Think about that. You can't buy it. That's the tool of the enemy trying to get everything out of whack. Peace sure doesn't come from him. Look all over the country. There's an uproar everywhere, every time, everything. If you say black, I say white. If I say green, you say orange. You done offended me. I don't know whatever. What in the world? Amen. Man. That doesn't sound much like rest, does it? Now see, a lot of times when I think people think of rest, I think they think of sleeping. Well, it could be that. You can rest in the Lord like that. But you know what? Sometimes... I hear from the Lord at the most craziest places in my life. How about y'all? When I used to cut grass. Man, I, I, I think of more cool sermon stuff cutting grass than anything else. Now, here's something I love to do. And the Lord speaks to my heart doing this sometimes. It's a hard job, but I really like doing it. I like detailing cars. I really do. And, you know, it ain't just, it's getting under there. you taking a toothbrush around, stuff like that. But, I'm, I, but the whole time, I'm not thinking about, boy, this is a hard job. I'm just doing my thing. And I'm praying and I'm praising the Lord and doing something because I like it. Because I like to be able to do something with my hands and see something that came out of it. How about y'all? And that's one thing. You wash it, it's clean. You, you clean this and it's shiny, you know. There's a lot of things that we've been gifted to do. You might not see the shininess right now. You might not see the, the glow right now. There's many things that you guys have been witnessing to people in your life, in your family, and you haven't seen them grab hold of that. But all it takes is one day, one time, one act of faith to grab hold of that, that ultimate gift. This Christmas, this new year, this day, never stop sharing the ultimate gift. It's Jesus. That's the peace that passes all understanding. Let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good so far? Amen. I'm going to talk about trust and bring this thing home. We can trust his word. We can trust in his sacrifice and trust in his love for you. It's hard to find people that are trustworthy, right? It's hard to find something that you can bank on. Just give you another little story. This has been several years ago. Mom's 90 years old. She had a big life insurance policy she got when she was a little girl. Y'all ready? $1,200. $1,200. They probably paid on it 30 years. $1,200. When she got 80, they wrote us and said, she lived too long, we're going to give you 700 or you ain't getting nothing. I was like, what? I called him. I was like, well, she got a $1,200 policy. So we're not, read the fine print. My mom said, well, that don't sound right. And I said, it sounds like we better take the seven. Can you believe that? All those years paying on that thing. All those years think, like, boy, we got well, I tell you what, don't spend it all in one place. Okay. <laughs> I'll try not to, right? But what I'm saying is, we put our faith and our trust in a lot of different things. But man, how much do we put our faith and trust in Jesus? In that finished word, in his word. I love reading the Bible. I never really read much of a library book, going to school, anything else. Man, I, I tell you, it it just—it was a struggle for me. But, man, God has changed my heart where I desire, I want to meet with God. I want to read his word. I heard people say, man, I read a word, I don't understand it. Keep seeking him. Take it a bite at a time. Go to a Bible study. Get a, get a version that's easy for you to kind of digest, you know. But keep chopping that wood. Keep feeding on the word. Realize about his sacrifice. See, you got to trust in his sacrifice if you want to go to heaven. If you're going to put your faith and trust in anything, put it in the Lord Jesus Christ. People talk about, well, you got insurance? Yeah, I got a little insurance. I don't know what I'm saying, be foolish. But I got insurance that pays eternal dividends. Eternal life. How about you? Because this thing right here is temporary, baby. I don't care if you live nine years old or you're 90. It doesn't matter. But I'll tell you what, it's something different when you know that you know that you put your faith and trust in Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know what? Because when as Miles said many times, I think about a lot. When you take your last breath here, you know you take your next breath right there in the presence of God. That's what the Word says. Absent the body, present with the Lord for those who believe. I'll say this again. So many people think that we default to heaven. You can live any way you want. Everything else just go to heaven. That's not the case. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. There's one way. It's a narrow path. It's his way. Aren't you glad it's his way? He paid the price. Let's go back to that. The ultimate gift. The ultimate gift was given so that you could have life. And really, that's where I want to get to here as we go through some more of this. Trust in his love for you. I'm going to bring it on home. The ultimate gift is Jesus. And guess what Jesus is? He's life. Now let me tell you, the ultimate gift is life. Think about this. I was thinking about this last night. I mean, this is right on my grill, man. I'm living this right now. The ultimate gift is life because I'm going to tell you, people will give anything they have to have a few more minutes. Every single penny they got. Whatever they can do to have a little bit more life. A little bit more life. Well, I'm telling you right now, you don't have to give up anything to have eternal life, but just get out of the way and receive Jesus. Eternal life. <coughs> what would keep you from putting your faith and trust in Him today? You know, this week, no doubt, there'll be some times that people will sit around, maybe the fireplace or the table, or maybe eat a TV dinner. I don't know. And I pray that they take a few minutes to think about the ultimate gift. I have lived for 54 years, and I've had some amazing Christmases. And I've had some that weren't all that good. How about y'all? But I can tell you what. Never had a bad one since Jesus come in my life. And I'll tell you something else. I've had some tough days. But i tell you what. God keeps getting us up. Keeps seeing us through. Because I'm going to rest in him. People say, well, don't look like you're resting. Well, you know what? It, just because you're moving don't mean you're not resting doesn't mean you doesn't have peace. I've settled something in my life a long time ago. I'm going to trust what Jesus did. in the story. Like, like Mickey said, good, bad, or ugly, preach it all, man, because if you, if you get away from that, you ain't got nothing. You could trust in yourself, your 401k, whatever you want, anything else. But there's going to come a day it ain't going to make no difference. It's not going to make any difference. I got to to tell y'all some stories here. It's funny. I went and settled up a few things, and it's always good to be prepared, right? And uh, you know, uh, you you know, if if you're not going to be, uh, if you're going to be buried, you got to have a a tomb and things like that. And I talked to the lady the other day, and she said. uh, she said, now, I know, now, it looks like you got everything in order here. I said, yeah, I think so. She said, now, if, yeah, I'm just saying this, I, I hope this doesn't happen. But if they was ever have to resume the body, you might want to have this cushion. And uh, I said, what? <laughs> A what? I said, lady, when my loved ones leave here, they're going to be with Jesus. I probably won't even stop back by. Now, people say, oh, I just, I'm just telling you. My sister tells me all the time. She said, well, you know, and I said, they ain't there. They're in the presence of God. That's what the Bible says. I'm not being disrespectful or anything like that, but I'm telling you what. I'm going to say hallelujah, Yankee Doodle, let's roll. That's it. Because that's I'm telling you. That's the deal. I'm tired of dragging this stuff around. I'm tired of seeing people being sick. I'm trying to see, seeing these different things. Man, boom, you take your last breath, you're launching into the Jesus zone. Bam. Because he was the perfect gift. Did you receive the perfect gift? Did you open that gift? Because I'm going to tell you what, that's what it's all about. So you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't know what today's going to bring for my family. But we got the gift. How about you? Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for the most awesome gift there ever is, ever was. And it's your son, Jesus. It's life in abundance through Jesus. I pray, Lord, as we come together today in this time of, of just taking some time and and, and and reflecting on the birth of Christ, that we don't stop there. We get all the, the the understanding of how big, how much the love is, how much we can rest in that. Lord, let us remember the love you have for us, Lord. I praise you for all you do. And Lord, I know that there'll be a lot of folks maybe watching this. I pray they do. I pray y'all share this message. And if it could touch one life, just one life, it'd be worth it all. Remember that God is for you. Remember that all of us have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That means, you know what? We have broke God's law, and there is a fine to be paid for that law. And Jesus came and paid our fine. Will you receive that? He came and lived a life without sin to be the perfect sacrifice. He laid his life down. He died on a cross. He was punished for our transgressions, our sin. He poured out his blood to redeem us from the curse of the law. He rose on the third day. He is risen. But it started here for us to see it with our eyes. With the ultimate gift of Christ being born. He willingly came. And he willingly died and rose again so that we can have eternal life. And everybody said, Amen. Hey, if you guys are listening to this, I pray that you are blessed by this. Check us out on the website, keepthepromise.org. Download the app. We love you. We'll see you. Come check us out anytime you can. 402 with Creek Road, 10 a.m. on Sundays. We love you. Bye.